Well, the kingfish, his wife Sapphire, and her mother took a night out tonight. They all went to a movie. Right now it's 11.30. They're just returning to the apartment and discussing the picture. Didn't you enjoy the picture tonight, Mama? Oh, yes, daughter. It was just wonderful. How'd you like it, Joey? Well, I went to sleep during the newsreel when that French diplomat was begging Ike for money. I seen that fella before. I think he's the same boy that used to bother Woodrow Wilson. I missed the whole feature. That program here don't sound like much to me. What do you mean, George? Well, look here at the title. The Moldy Rug with Joe Ferret. George, that's the Moulin Rouge with Jose Ferrer. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right, yeah. I woke up a couple of times there. Which one was Jose? That little man about four and a half feet tall with the beard. Oh, that's who it was, huh? I think that was Mickey Rooney playing his own father. Oh, I thought it was a wonderful story. How a person that was ugly and unattractive could still find love. Yeah, I don't blame you for liking it, Mama. After all, how often on the screen does the dual life story of yours? What did you say? Oh, nothing, nothing. Here's the apartment. Let me get the key in you. Turn on the light, George. Wait a minute. I hear something. Oh, good heavens, George. There's somebody in the bedroom. Oh, George, I bet it's a burglar. Holy mackerel. Either that or some kind of an animal. I'll get my shotgun out of the hall closet here. Oh, now, George, be careful. Yeah, here it is. It ain't got no shells in it, but at least it'll scare him. Let's go. You first, Mama. Me first? Yeah, strategy. That turns on the light. If the empty gun door scam, then your fears ought to paralyze the boy. I'll open the door. Now stand back, gals. I'll turn on the light. Now, let me see here in bed. Oh, Sapphire, this is awful. This is tragedy. What you mean, George? It's your brother Leroy, and here I is caught with an empty gun. My, what a lovely breakfast this is. Yes, have some more wheat cakes, Leroy. Yes, son. Let me give you some more bacon here. And have some more coffee. And have some more toast. Here, Leroy, let me give you some more ham. Uh, what about me? Shut up and eat your mush. Come on, Mama, let's go in the kitchen and heat some more rolls for Leroy. Mm, these are wonderful eggs, brother-in-law, dear. <clears throat> oh, they is good. They're delicious. I believe I'll have another one. Mmm, they is good. Oh, they is great. Take it easy there, Leroy. You're working on them eggs harder than the chicken did. Well, you don't begrudge me the food, does you? Oh, no, just keep shoving it in there. Maybe you'll choke on it or something. Oh, George, why is you talk like that? Can't you say anything nice to me? Yeah, when you leaving, Goofy? <laughs> oh, I'm just passing through this trip. I'm leaving in the morning, bright and early. Bright and early? Well... Mm. You may leave early, but there's as far as you get on that parlay. What's that? Oh, never mind, Goofy, never mind. What do you want now? Uh, would you post some maple syrup for me? Post some syrup for you? Yeah. Mm, yeah, I'd be glad to, yeah. Yeah, you is. Oh, brother-in-law, dear, you shouldn't ought to have done that. Pouring the maple syrup all over me like that. Yeah, well, ain't that a shame? It certainly is. Look here, I'm wearing your new silk pajamas. Come on in the large hall, Anna. 
Yeah, you say your brother-in-law got into town last night again, huh? How long has he established the beachhead for this time? Well, he say he's going to see you a couple of days, but I ain't taking no chances. I didn't give him a hint, and he ain't wanted it. I threw his overcoat down the stairs this morning. Uh, you think that's a strong enough hint? Yeah, I think he's got a course to him, man. The goof was in it at the time. Yeah, he's a mess. Everything he ever done in his life, he's messed up, ain't he? Yeah. He had a great gimmick this winter to beat the horse races. He tried it at Hylia in Florida. He worked out one of the greatest disguises, he said, that anybody ever had in their life. And then he got out there in the middle of the track and wigwag information on the horses to a confederate outside the track. But they caught him. Yeah, how'd they do that? Well, they think it was funny when they see the flamingo walking around the infield with binoculars. Yeah, yeah, well, I guess he's always messing up something. By the way, didn't he get in trouble when he was working on a, for the railroad, too? Yeah, they sent him out with the section gang. He was too dumb to do anything else. So when the gang was working on the roadbed, they sent him up the track to watch for trains. Watch for trains, huh? What happened? Well, when he see the train coming, he was supposed to holler, dash, he comes. Well, one day he fell asleep and woke up just in time to holler, dash, he goes. He looked around, and there was no one left to fire him, so he quit. Yeah, well, I guess all you can hope for is in the two days he's going to be with you, he don't try to interfere and mess up nothing. You really hate him, don't you, Kingfish? Uh, I'll say I do. Uh, I'd kill that stupid goof, but with my luck, Sapphire and the mama would burn him in my best suit. Well, Leroy, it was nice of you to come over and see me. Yes, I Amos. Know, I didn't even know you was in town. Yeah, yes, Amos. I thought I'd drop over and tell you about the wonderful plan I got to help Sapphire and the Kingfish. Stop them two from fighting all the time. Well, Leroy, I wouldn't interfere there if I was you. Oh, no, no, this is a wonderful idea, Amos. When I was back home last summer, I come across an old love letter that the Kingfish writ to Sapphire before they was married. I'm going to show it to them. Yeah, well, it might work. Uh, reading a letter like this might make them both realize, in spite of all the fighting, how much they really love each other. Yeah, I got the letter right here in my pocket. I'm going to show it to them when they're in a good mood. Uh-huh. Uh, well... Uh, Leroy, uh, I just noticed, and, uh, ain't that the Kingfish's gray flannel suit you wear in there? Yeah, I put it on this morning. It was raining, and I didn't want to get my own clothes wet. Yeah, well, now look, Leroy, just so there ain't no trouble, if I was you, I'd go home and put that gray flannel suit of the Kingfish's back in the closet. Yeah, let him have his old gray flannel suit. His blue one fits me better anyway. Sapphire, I'm going down to clean it. You got anything to go? Well, let me look in the closet, Mama. Mm, here's this old gray flannel suit of George's. It can go. Well, let me see if there's anything in the pockets first. Let's see. Why, here's a note. Ain't no envelope. Who could he be writing to? What did it say? My dearest darling. It ain't to the milkman. <laughs> My dearest darling, I love you madly. You're so young and beautiful, I cannot live without you. Signed, your passionate sweetheart. Ooh. Good heavens, Mama. George is writing a love letter to some other woman. I knew it. I knew it. 
You can't trust any of them. But, Mama, at George's age, why, he's so old and broke down. Yeah, this is something all right. It's like a radiator in a junkyard starting to steam. Oh, Mama, what am I going to do? After all these years, George writing a love letter to another woman. And a young girl, too. Why would he get interested in a young girl? Well, daughter, that's the way it is. Even in the old man's home, it's the boys without the teeth that get the baby food. Oh, but what am I going to do, Mama? Sapphire, you'll just have to fight fire with fire. Now, if he wants a young gal, you is going to have to look and act just as young as she is. But, Mama... Certainly. Certainly. You're going to dress young, act young, and take an interest in young things. You're right, Mama. If he's looking for a young gal, I'm going to be a young gal. That's the spirit, daughter. We'll go out and buy the clothes now. Now, don't throw that love letter away, either. It'll come in handy later as evidence. Now, I won't, Mama. I'll put it right in this bureau drawer with these handkerchiefs. <laughs> come on, daughter. If he thinks the grass is greener on the other side of the fence... We'll teach him to stay home and clip his own hedges. Well, Linda, I'm sorry. I guess there was no use of coming up here to my place for lunch after all, was it? Yeah, Leroy really cleaned out this icebox. Yeah, what a pig he is. One time he was here, had a bowl of starch out of the icebox for custard. Yeah? Did it affect him? Well, for two days, he was keeping a stiff upper lip clean down to his gallbladder. Yeah, well, it's a nice day. Let's walk down to the beanery. We can go down and, uh... Hey, wait a minute, Kingfish. Look out the front window here. Look at that. Uh, what is it, then? Look there, coming across the street. That young gal. Oh, you mean the one with the sloppy Joe sweater, the skirt, and the bobby socks? Yeah, I have seen a lot of young gals, but that is the oldest young gal I don't ever see. Yeah, look at them bull legs on her there. She's walking like Gary Cooper after a hard day in the saddle. Yeah. Stayed in past high noon, too, didn't he? Oh, there. She looked like she's got everything that Marilyn Monroe thrown away. What a goony-looking bird. Yeah, she's a... Uh, she's that bird is a... Uh, that bird is uh I just noticed I happen to be the capistrano that that goony bird is coming home to. Uh, That is Sapphire, and she's coming this way. Yeah, that's her, all right. She's coming in here. What do you suppose she's up? Is up. Well, I don't know, Andy. I better open the door here and let that juvenile delinquent in you. He's over age. Yeah. Now, what is this? Don't you dig, Miss Square? I'm cool as a mule and crazy as a daisy. Hey, wait a minute, yeah. What's this all about? Why are you carrying on like this for? That trouble with you, George. You ain't real George. Get with it, cat. Hey, Baba Reba. Zazu, Zazu. Ma, ma. Huh? <laughs> Andy, you ever see anything like this before? Well, my grandma used to carry on this way when she was hitting the vanilla extract. Yeah, uh, what is this? Uh, where do you get that crazy outfit? Man, this ain't crazy. It's gone. Gone? Oh, it's so far gone it was never here. Uh, excuse me for protruding, Sapphire, but you look awful funny in that outfit. Oh, what you talking about? This is what all us girls is wearing. Sweaters and skirts. And I'll tell you something else. It was real wonderful being able to slip into a size 12. Yeah, I noticed the new shoes. <laughs> Say, Sapphire, uh, ain't you done something to your hair? Yeah, I noticed that too. It's different. Ain't got that wet mop effect no more. George, this is the new poodle cut all the slick chicks is featuring. Oh, it is, huh? Yeah. 
Is the slick chicks featuring the ball spot in the back, too? Yeah, that might be a poodle cut, but I think you got a little Mexican hairless in there. Well, I gotta be taken off. If I stand around here with you two dreary cats, I'm gonna flip. See you later. Yeah, but wait a minute, Sapphire. Jambalaya, crawfish pie, and a chicken gumbo. You and me have big fun on the bio. <laughs> Holy mackerel, ain't it? What do you think of that? Well, I don't know, but it was about the same stage of the game to come to Grandma's and fitted her for that leather house coat with the buckles in the back. Mm, yeah. I don't know what it is, and for some reason she's trying to act young. Yeah. Say, how old is Sapphire, anyway? Well, she's 40, isn't it? Uh, when's she going to be 41? Well, if it takes as long to get 41 as it did to get 40, I'd say about nine years. Yeah. Well, this don't look good to me, boy. Sapphire's at a dangerous age. She's about at the time when them old gals get tired of their husbands and start looking for some young fella. Now, wait a minute, Anna. She don't have to be interested in somebody else. She might have got all fixed up like that to please me. To please you? Yeah. Look, Kingfish, when you put on an expensive funeral, you ain't trying to impress the corpse. Yeah, well, it's got me upset, Anna. Let's go down to the beanery here and get ourselves a bite. I always think better on a full stomach. Yeah, well, wait a minute, though. I was broke. You got any money? No, but wait a minute. I know where I can get some, though, right in the house here. Little secret place. Sapphire always keeps some change in the bureau drawer here. Snitch for 40 cents here. She always keep, uh, yeah, uh, wait a minute. What's the matter? What is this note she got you hid in the dresser drawer here? My dearest darling, I love you madly. You are so young and beautiful. Holy mackerel. Andy, the reason she dressed up so young is to impress another man. Yeah, boy, it looked bad. Read the rest of it. You are so young and beautiful, I cannot live without you. Signed, your passionate sweetheart. Andy, does you think Sapphire, my own wife, is going out with another boyfriend? Well, from the way he writes there, it don't sound like she's going out with no enemy. So, Kingfish, you figure that uh, from that letter to Sapphire got a boyfriend that she's been writing love letters to, huh? Yes, Andy, I'm sure of it. There's another man in her life. Well, this ain't a very nice thing for her to do to you, Kingfish. No, Andy. They say a man's home is his castle. I think she has been been playing ring around the moat with another Ivanhoe. Yeah, Kingfish. Oh, I'll tell you something. Well, hi, Calhoun. Hi, you boy. Calhoun, we've been waiting for you. What took you so long? I had to stop by the courthouse to make bail for my sister. Your sister, huh? Yeah, my sister Prudence. She worked down at the burlesque show. You know, she the one to do that dance with them two great big ostrich feather fans. Oh, and they arrested her, huh? What kind of defense you gonna put up? I'm gonna plead ignorance for her. How did she know that this was the molten season for ostriches? Yeah, well, I'm glad you got you, Calhoun. I need your advice. My wife is getting love letters from another man. Mm. And not only that, she's dressing young and carrying on like a young schoolgirl. Well, it's the same old story, huh? The woman been taking you for granted, Kingfish. Yeah, I guess so, whatever that line is. Well, at my age, how else could she take me? Yeah, uh, what can the Kingfish do to bring Sapphire to her senses, Kelly? Mm, you the old dog in the manger routine, Kingfish. Sapphire don't want you now because nobody else wants you. 
But if she thunk some other gal was interested in you, she'd soon change her story. Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, yeah, let her see me with another woman. Yeah, hey, wait a minute, though. Don't that bring up another problem? Why are you going to get a woman that'll agree to be seen with you? Well, Andy, you got a lot of gals. Couldn't you kind of at least lend me one for the evening? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think I know the gal that'll do it, too. Lulu Fontaine. Oh, the two-headed gal. Oh, yeah, she's intelligent, too. She's the head booner down at the tuna fish plant. Yeah. Oh, that's great, Andy. I can be seen with this Lula Fontaine at the nightclub tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the place to go is, is the Golden Vale. That's where all the tired businessmen take the girlfriend. Thought they went to the Adderley sister. <laughs> yeah, and to make sure Sapphire knows I is there, Andy, you can call up. Disguise your voice and make one of them unanimous phone calls. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Women show is fickle, ain't they, Calhoun? Always has been. Well, look at Napoleon and Josephine. One night during the wars, Napoleon happened to return from a battle early, Show and that. he found his wife, Josephine, entertaining another man in the living room. Jonah? Yeah. And this boyfriend was a real lover boy. He was drinking champagne out of Josephine's slipper. And Napoleon looked at them wine-stained slippers, and then he looked his wife in the eye, and with fire in his voice, he uttered them famous French words, Just we, le bon Et de la liberté, la fraternité, et la bonne de la. What does that mean? Who gonna pay for them shoes? Hello? Hello, this is anonymous person who ain't got no idea who it is. What? What's this? If you go down to the Golden Vale nightclub tonight, you will see something you shouldn't ought to see. That's the Golden Vale. Golden Vale? Yeah, you will see your husband tater-tating with a young tomato. Repeat, young tomato. That is all. Roger, over. Sarah, who was that? I don't know, Mama. Somebody said George is going to be with a young girl at the Golden Vale nightclub. Mama, that's why he didn't come home tonight. Mm, I bet it's the same young husband that written him them love letters. Let's go. Yes, Mama. Where's my umbrella? That's right, daughter. You take your umbrella and I'll take the flat iron. And if this is true, I'm going to iron some fancy pleats in that thick head of his. Well, Miss Fontaine, it certainly was nice of you to meet me here at the Golden Vale. Oh, don't mention it, honey. It's a pleasure to do it for you, lover boy. Uh, uh, Miss Lulu, the name is Mr. Stevens. Now, uh, let's figure out what we can do when my wife gets here to make her jealous. Well, I could sort of snuggle up to you like this. Or I could snuggle up to you real close like this. Um, yeah. Excuse me, Miss Fontaine, but I think you over-snuggled on that last snuggle. What do you mean? Right now, I'm beginning to smell like a can of sardines. <laughs> right now, we're both sitting on the same chair. Oh, excuse me. Do you have any suggestions, Hotshot? Well, I, uh, you see, uh, uh kind of hot in here, ain't it? I'm afraid I'm a little rusty on this romantic stuff. The last time I was out with a gal was at a temperance picnic. It was all too busy attacking demon rum to get into any kind of stuff like this. Well, I could hold your hand. Then I could sort of tickle you under the chin. And then I could sort of run my fingers through your hair. 
Well, I wouldn't count too much on that last one if I was you. Oh, I've got it. When your wife gets here, I'll have my arm around you, and I'll be rubbing you on the back of the neck nice and soft like this. Yeah, well, I know uh, I don't want you. Uh, I don't uh, <laughs> What's the matter, Mr. Stevens? Well, attacking demon room was never like this. Look, uh, I tell you what, uh, when my wife gets here, I'll holler sapphire. Now, when you hear the word sapphire, you throw your arm around me and say, honey bun, I love you. All right. When you holler sapphire, say, who's this fella coming over to the table here? Holy mackerel, that's my brother-in-law, Leroy. Oh, what a break. This will get back to sapphire faster than the thump. Him seeing me sitting here with a beautiful gal like you. Wait a minute. I'll let him have the business yet. Hiya, Goofy. Well, bless my soul if it ain't the kingfish. Well, Goof, I guess you caught me with the goods. You then caught me here with a beautiful young gal. And unfortunate for me, I know you're going to get right back and tell Sapphire. Oh, don't be silly, brother-in-law, dear. For you to be out with a gal like this could only be two things. Either business or she lost out on a quiz program and had to take the consequences. Now, wait a minute, Leroy. And on top of that, uh, why would I tell Sapphire? I'm trying to bring you two together. I even brung an old love letter up with me from Georgia that you writ to Sapphire years ago. No, no, no. Now, we is tater-tating. We is, uh, uh, you say you brung, uh, what about a love letter that I... Yeah, it was signed, Your Passionate Sweetheart. I don't know what happened to the thing. I must have lost it. Uh, but Leroy... Yeah, I see you around, Kingfish. I got to leave with my friends now. Holy mackerel. I done got jealous over my own love letter. What's the matter here? Don't ask no questions, Lulu. Now, look here. We got to get out of here. Slide around the table there. Hurry up. Uh, excuse me, lady. Well, I... George Stevens. Sapphire. Honey bun, I love you. Uh, Lulu, let go of me. Let go of me. This is my wife. This is Sapphire. Honey bun, I love you. So, George Stevens, this is the husband that's been writing you them love letters. Well, look, Sapphire, Mama, I can explain. Explain nothing. Take this. No, no, not the umbrella. No, no. Not the iron. Mama, please help, help. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. Look, everybody stop shouting around here, will you? My head is still aching from the beating I took in the restaurant. George, we found this love letter, and then we caught you with that hussy. We got the goods on you. Yeah, you can't weasel out of this. Now, look, that's why I waited for Leroy here to get home so he could explain it. I explained it to him, Leroy. Yes, Sapphire Mama, I'm afraid George ain't to blame this time. This is all my fault. Your fault, Leroy? Yeah. I found this love letter back at uh, home. Sapphire, George done writ you this letter before you was married. I brung it up here because I thought that uh, if you both read the letter, you might be able to recapture the love you once had for each other. Oh, dear me. George, let me see that letter again. My dearest darling, I love you madly. You're so young and beautiful, I can't live without you. Signed your passionate sweetheart. Oh, George, you wrote this love letter 22 years ago to me. It was your proposal. Uh, yeah. And when I found it, I thought some fellow was writing to you. I misjudged you, honey. George, and I thought some young girl read it to you. Oh, I'm awfully sorry, my dear. <coughs> Leroy, I think we'd better leave George and Sapphire alone. Yeah, I think so, too, Mama. Come on. Didn't even recognize my own writing. Of course, like everything else, it's changed a lot in 22 years. 
George, that letter does something to me. Don't it make you realize something, too? Yes, it do. Make me realize something very, very important. Really, George? Yeah, if I'd never written that fool letter, I wouldn't be in the mess I've been in for the last 22 years. 